This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I am the sidekick. I am Dylan Waugh. I am the Ned Flanders to Ken's Homer Simpson. <laughs> and we are neighbors, so it works. Today we're going to be talking about a shocking amount of contracts have been signed recently, amongst other things. So check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter, at Ken underscore Campbell 27, of course, at underscore Dylan Waugh. <laughs> Shocking number of contracts, not amount of contracts. That's a fair point. Yep. Yeah. No, actually, amount works in this way. In no, this way too. No, it doesn't. No, doesn't. No. 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 It doesn't. All right. Well, to quote my father, my stepdad, I don't think you're right about that. <laughs> He's like the most skeptical guy <laughs> I don't think in the world, and and so it got to this point where I started saying that to him, and he didn't even notice. That uh, that he, I was that I was, was lampooning being, him. He was being trolled, right? Yeah, yeah. And my mom would be laughing her face <laughs> off every single time. I'd say, "I don't think you're right about that." And he'd go, "No, no, I think that uh, you know." And then he'd Google it or something like that. You know, what did we ever do before Google? We just had to like agree to disagree like savages. Yeah, exactly. Or oh, or if gross. Somebody, or if you were lucky to be lucky enough to be in a house that had a Britannia encyclopedia collection, but of course you'd go to the one. That you'd want, and that, yeah. that would be the one that was missing. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, somebody's mom got taken in by a fast-talking salesperson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by golly, you need this, this Encyclopedia Britannica. All your neighbors and friends have them, and be the talk of the town. <laughs> do you want your kids to succeed? Yeah. Or do you want them to fail? Yeah. Well, that was that was your thing, and, and then the thing that my generation got all the time was, you're not going to have a calculator on you all the time, know, are you? I know. My kids always joke about that. And actually, you do. That and then some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My favorite one, and I did get this. So I, I went to um, a, a hoity-toity school for like one year, is as far as I made it. And we had to uh, memorize the periodic table. Oh, God. And I remember the teacher yeah. telling us, <clears> like, <throat> you're not going to have a periodic table on you for quick reference. And then I thought... When the hell have I ever s sat there and thought to myself, AU is gold. That's right. It's been on the tip of my tongue this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the one beside it is CL or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it, it didn't even occur to me at the time, I was 10, that it would never come up again. Not only. He was making 10 year olds memorize the, the, uh, 
she, you chauvinist she, she, pig. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Was making 10-year-olds memorize the periodic, periodic table. table. Yeah. Yeah. I What I learned in grade four, I coasted on until like high school. It's great. <laughs> and I wasn't even good at it. But <laughs> anyways, so last night was fun because it was nice to watch some actual hockey for a change. It was. The last two nights have actually been really good. Missed two nights ago. Two nights ago. Was uh, coaching all night. There was a, uh, a candidate for game of the year with um, the Rangers and uh, Calgary. Yeah. Lots of passion. Lots of physicality. Although... I can't stand, I cannot stand that Jacob Truba had to fight after a clean hit on Nazem Kadri. They were it's clean ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think the NHL should put a rule in that if you hit a guy clean and a guy comes to fight you, he, he can fight you, but you get to punch him in the face three times first <laughs> before the fight starts. Well, you heard it here first. Ken Campbell advocating for punching someone in the face three times prior to a fight. But this is this Ken's is issue with fighting is that there's not enough violence in the fight. Is what it is. This is stupid. This is so stupid. Like, I, I, no, I don't get it. But I see what's happening here. Is players are are probably so um. St- so dubious about the refereeing. I'm trying to find the word. Yeah, so dubious they have words. lack of yeah. confidence in the refereeing yeah. that they're not waiting to find out if it was a clean hit or not. They're just jumping in, right? Yeah. And, and so I, I sort of see that, but it's really, really ridiculous. And this is something that, you know, if a player ever told me, you just don't understand because you've never played, I, I would say to his face, bullshit. This is something that has come into the game in the last, I'm going to say, 10 to 15 years, Mm -hmm. uh, where a guy gets hit cleanly, whether he's a star player or a fourth liner, whatever. Like Max Domi went after somebody who hit Patrick Kane, and he just rubbed him out along the boards. Yeah, Like this is not, this is not, and for people who have only been watching hockey for the last 15 years or so, this is not something that used to happen. No. Like, you know, I mean, Dave Semenko was tough and he was there to, he was there to guard people, but he wasn't there to beat up people who laid clean hits on Yari Curry and Wayne Gretzky. You no. know, I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, John Ferguson didn't fight people who laid out Jean Beliveau. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Gilfleur or anybody else. Yeah. Like it, it was, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just become this, uh, this stupid part of the game that's just accepted, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, I think it's ridiculous, but that's neither here nor there. That was a great game. And then last night, when Sorry, can Tuesday I speak night, to that yeah, quickly? Sure, sure. There is an obvious solution, which is the third man in penalty. But it's not third man in, it's aggressor. No, no, but what, what I'm saying is, is that, Player A hits player B, okay? Yeah. Player B, if he feels that his honor has been uh, besmirched, can droppeth the gauntlet. Yeah. Slash his gloves. But he can't when when it's a yard sale and he's picking up his helmet and his gloves because they've flown off of him. But what I'm saying is that to have player C walk in there and do the fight. Yeah. You could, like, it wouldn't be a long walk to have that as a third man in penalty. Uh, yeah, what the it's beef more, is between player A and player more, B. It's more an aggressor. It's more an aggressor. I, I hear what you're saying, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm saying yeah. the beef is between player A and player B. 
player C is not involved in this beef. And and I'm of the opinion that fighting, uh, that premeditated fighting should be a immediate uh, suspension. Well, yeah, but then, yeah, but then, like, see, to me, it's like it's ridiculous. There's already more pages in the rule book devoted to fighting yeah. than any other rule. It's like five pages. Yeah, in the in the rule book. Well, it's because it's the best part of the game. Yeah, right. That's what it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. so there was that. Yeah. And then last, last night, night, yeah, Pittsburgh, Colorado was a heavyweight tilt. Yeah. I mean, that was it was two one in overtime. Yeah. But. What a game. Yeah. What a game. The goaltending in that game was outstanding. Off the charts. Yeah. And, you know, just really, really like fast paced tempo, a lot of passion, a lot of physicality, a lot of great plays. And I mean, a lot of commentators have been saying this is that, you know, now that the all star break is over, you know, after this week, everybody's going to have their, have had their bye week off. You know, now you're going, now you're in the stretch run. You're trying to position yourself for the playoffs. You're trying to make the playoffs. You're trying to lose so you can get first pick overall, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot on the line, right? And, and I think, I think what a lot of people have said is you're, you're going to see the, 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 you know, the, the guys are more invested. Yeah. And, and they're, and there's a lot more on the line. And so the games, are going to reflect that a little more now going down the stretch. Yeah, uh, without it, without a doubt. <clears throat> um, last night, uh, Pavel Francouz was the goaltender. Francouz. I, I, Francouz. I, I've heard it both ways on on uh, on my on my TV. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Pavel Francouz was the uh, goaltender of uh, of of record. He was last night. And put up a an incredible game, and I remember in the off season, I remember saying like to you um, when they when they brought in Georgiev, I was like, I'm not certain that that's an upgrade on Francouz. And last night, yeah, you know, he showed yeah. that he's yeah, he's got he's got some chops in this league. But so he's from France, right, Francouz? Or no, he's Czech. He's Czech. I think he's Czech. Yeah, he's Czech. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing about the game last <clears throat> night that was that was really fun to watch was uh, like the stars were out to play. Yeah, Crosby and Malkin mm-hmm. and Latang, mm-hmm. all three of them just showed why they are. Yeah, and McKinnon and McCarr on the other side. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they the stars came out to play, and that's I'm, what's fun. Yeah, I mean it's kind of great that call like not great for Colorado, but it's great for hockey that Colorado is where they are right now. Yeah, because. They're not coast. They can't coast. Yeah. They can't coast. Yeah. I figured it out last night. I looked at the standings last night. If Boston, the Boston Bruins were to lose each one of their final 31 games in regulation, like each one of them, yeah, they'd still be above 500. Yeah. <laughs> I saw have, you, they'd you have tweeted 80, that out last 83 night. 83 points yeah. in 82 games. <laughs> yeah. It's it's absolutely outrageous. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, before we get to the next uh, section of this, check out kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out at Hockey No Filter on Twitter. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's uh, let's let's talk briefly about the All Star Game, and then do we'll... we have do we have to? No. <laughs> 
This was pre-approved by you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to talk. We, we kind of got into a bit of a rabbit hole on the phone the other day about like how to fix the All-Star game, which is kind of the hot thing to talk Don't about. Don't have right? it. Well, okay. So moving on, check out yeah, KenCampbell.substack.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, is there anything you want to say about the All-Star game? or do you? Well, well you know what? I'm, I'm uniquely unqualified because... A, I did not watch a second of the skills competition or the game this year. Right. Uh, Friday night, I was at a family wedding, and Saturday, I think I had to do my nails or something. Um, so I did. I not- was going to say they look fantastic. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah they they're fabulous. <laughs> I did not watch a second of either game, <clears throat> and nor have I done so. I think since Columbus, which was I don't know when that was. I think that was the last time I watched the game, yeah. which is which is kind of cool because I've up to up until this year I've been to the mall, <laughs> I've actually <laughs> been to the All Star game, yeah. and not watched it, yeah, or the skills competition. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not sort of super qualified to comment on this, but I kn- I know what I hear and I know what I read, and it was apparently the skills competition was. There were some really good elements to it. Yeah. But it, it, it was it, it, it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. And I think this is the case, a case of the NHL trying just way too hard to be cool and to be hip and to try all these new things. I think what you do with the All-Star game, starting next year when it's in the center of the universe, right? <laughs> It would cost the NHL, I figured out, $16 million to do this, which is nothing in, a, in an industry that's approaching revenues of $6 billion. We yeah. can agree, right? $16 million is nothing. Yeah, sort of, but yeah. First of all, what I would do is I'd go back to a true skills competition. Like, forget all the stupid stuff. Stupid, stupid stuff like dunk tanks and goalies scoring on goalies and all this other stupid crap and Ovi's kid out there and just just go back to a skills competition. Hardest shot, accuracy, fastest skater. Um, what's the what? What are the what are the other staples? Hardest shot, fastest skater, accuracy. They sometimes do the stick um, handling, stick speed. handling, yeah. and uh, a break, breakaway. breakaway. Yeah, breakaway. So you have those five, right? Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. And you don't need guys coming out with Superman capes on and all this other... Like, just cut the bullshit. Like, just make it... If, you, if, you're, gonna, if you're going to highlight the, 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 the stars, you know, if you're going to highlight the stars and what they're capable of doing, then let them do it. Let them do it without this other... Without all this crap. Right. So, to me... And you find a way in the skills competition to award a winner in each category. Yeah. In each in each one. And the guy who wins fastest skater gets a million dollars. The guy who wins the accuracy competition gets a million dollars. The goalie or skater who wins the breakaway competition, a million dollars. Right. You know, so so then you've got so there's that, and that that's the that's the that's the the skills competition piece, and then in the game piece, you don't give the team that wins a million dollars, you give each player on the team that wins 
a million dollars. Okay. Yeah. So now you're playing for something. Right. And that would cost you eleven million dollars. Yeah. And the skills competition would cost you five, which is sixteen million dollars in a league that's generating revenues of six billion dollars. So it's nothing. Right. So to me, I think you got to put a skin in the game. You've got to put something on the line. And you know what? If I'm playing for a hundred, if I'm making, you know, five million dollars a year, like Dylan Strom, and and <laughs> and I got a precursor and I, to what we're going to be talking about. And next. I have a chance. And I have a chance to make a hundred thousand. Eh, you know, whatever. But if I'm making five million and I got a chance to increase my salary by twenty percent, yeah, that then I'm I'm going for it. Yeah, you know. So my my two ideas were both punitive, or one of them actually was a friend of mine's idea. His idea was East versus West. The winner gets home ice advantage in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, what if you're Trevor Zegras? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be really trying here so that Kale McCarr can have yeah, but what if you're home Kale, ice advantage in the playoffs. What if you're Kale McCarr and you say to Zegras, I'll give you a thousand bucks for every goal you score? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, it's yeah. not like there's, yeah. a, there's a salary cap circumvention issue right, here, right? right? Right. Because you're not talking about teams per se. Right. The other side of it is I thought. Every player on on the losing team gets suspended for one game. And so at some point that team is without their star. Right. Now but So so you can go out and and cross check a guy in the neck and get suspended for get fined five thousand dollars. But if you lose the all star game, you get suspended for a game. Look. That's a false equivalency. There's a little no, bit but that's of a false, flaw in your that's logic. That's a false here. equivalency here because <laughs> because I don't agree with cross checking somebody in the neck and getting five thousand dollars. So like, look, mm-hmm. if you if you sat me, we're talking about the All Star Game here. If you sat yeah. me down and said, "Hey, Dylan, fix five rules in hockey, uh, five things in hockey," the All Star Game wouldn't wouldn't come in twenty. Right. You know what I mean? Right. 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 But so that's a bit of a false equivalency here. But I hear what okay. I hear where you're going with it. Yeah. Yeah. But the, here's the, here's the, the thing that I think is most reasonable cost the NHL the least uh won't have an issue with the uh, uh the the players association which of course so spending probably would yeah and and I think will give people a skin in the game without having a skin in the game you you have the players vote on their champions so for each division let's say for the Atlantic division they vote who do we want to represent us in fastest skater who do we want to represent us in hardest shot? And so what that might mean is that some plug that has no business at the all-star competition, right, is there. And therefore, we get the best of each of those categories actually competing. Right. Secondly. Well, and you get it if you offer this money. Like, does Connor McDavid bow out of fastest skater if he can win a million dollars? Right. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and so. And maybe. Then, maybe not. Well, I mean, he's one of the higher paid guys in the league, but it's still not yeah, chump yeah. change, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, and and then, secondly, um, you get to draft. Each team gets to draft one player who's not in the NHL, women's hockey player, uh, yeah, ins- yeah. Instagram sensation. Yeah, yeah. They they bring Swaggy P out to these mm-hmm, things now. Mm-hmm, they bring mm-hmm. uh, uh, to do your shootout competition, so okay. that we get the best shootouts humanly possible, right? Um, I think the other thing, and you not speaking of draft, and I forgot about this, um, bring back the drunk draft. 
The drunk draft. The drunk draft. Yeah. The drunk draft is the best. It, that speaking of Columbus, that's I think that's the last time they did it. Columbus was fun. They had the drunk. They had the, the the like John Jonathan Taves was hammered. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And and Nick Felino was three sheets to the wind too. Yeah. It was fantastic to watch. But you know what? It's Columbus that made me think of this <laughs> idea of drafting. Uh, or, or sorry, of voting for who you want to represent you because John Scott almost won the 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 slap shot competition. Mm. He was like three miles an hour off the the winner, and I thought to myself, like, well, would like so <laughs> if he's close to apparently allegedly one of the hardest slap shots in the league, then who else is out there so that we're mean, not seeing? Okay, so you mean like not among the guys that are in the game? No, like anyone anybody. in your division. Well, they used they used to have non All Star game participants participate in the uh, skills competition. Yeah, I know. Like it used and it used to be like like Sammy Kapanen, yeah, or whatever. Like the fastest skater in the league was in the All Star skills competition, even though he wasn't playing in the game. Right. Yeah. So your skin in the game essentially here is more psychological, but it's your own pride in the sense that it's like this is the group that we put together yeah this is not the group that the nhl just put together this is the group that we put together the nhl picks those one player from every team which is kind of dumb in its own right but that's fine nhl picks (laughs) unless it's seattle and then they don't right (laughs) (laughs) maddie benears gets hurt and they don't replace him yeah or who knows i mean horvat out there representing vancouver yeah yeah yeah. yeah. anyways let's move on we've talked enough about the all-star competition Hey, everybody, this time of year, everybody's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. Take me, for example. I said I wasn't going to throw my racket in pickleball anymore, and I still do it. I've actually found that the smallest change to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yes, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if, you'll, even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycons wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer a buy now, pay later option. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before, we, before we get to the main topic du jour, which is the uh, contracts, uh, let's quickly talk about playoff format because that was a big uh, discussion point. Um, it, it was Sidney Crosby coming out saying, "Just give me one to eight. Yeah, and and Connor McDavid too, and Nathan McKinnon. Like yeah. it, it's not like you know, it's not like Jason Magna is coming out and saying this. Like some of the <laughs> some of the biggest stars in the league are are saying, yeah, it, it's got to be more equitable, right? Um, and I mean, I guess they have a point. 
Um, let's see, just for just for shits and giggles here, let's see what the playoff matchups would be. <laughs> if we guess were... what that leaves you with. <laughs> if I took the giggles. <laughs> okay, wild card. Okay, wild card. Okay, so we'd have one to eight would be. Oh God. Okay, we want to go conference, right? That's what we want to do. Right. Yeah. Correct. No wild card. No, you want to go conference. Oh, if you want to do the one, if you to want eight. to do one yeah, to okay. eight. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So you'd have right now, you'd have Boston and Pittsburgh, Carolina and Washington, New Jersey and Tam. No, sorry. Okay, so okay, so here you go. You'd have Boston and Pittsburgh. You'd have Carolina and Washington. Boston and Pittsburgh's already the lineup for right, right now. If right, the and you, yeah, and you'd have New Jersey and New York Rangers. And guess what? You'd have in the first round Toronto, Toronto Tampa Bay. and Tampa Bay. Which Shut is exactly up. what Shut it up. is right now. Shut up. Yeah, that's what it is now. Yeah, that's exactly what it is now. Okay, in the West. You'd have Dallas and Colorado. Okay. You'd have Winnipeg and Minnesota. You'd have Vegas and LA Kings. No, wait. Winnipeg and Minnesota Winnipeg and Minnesota. Vegas and Edmonton. Seattle and LA. Would you not already have Vegas? You wouldn't have Vegas and Edmonton already, would you? Or is 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 Edmonton in the Wild card spot, or are they in third place? No, they're in the wild card spot. Yeah, they're in the card wild spot. card spot. They're so you'd have Vegas spot. and Edmonton as no, well. No, you wouldn't. You'd have Vegas. It would be Vegas and L.A. Oh, no, Vegas. No, It'd Vegas, Vegas is, and Edmonton. Vegas is leading that division, right? Vegas is leading the division. Right, So Over first Seattle. wild card spot. Yeah, so anyways, I, I, like, I like it. I like the playoffs the way they have it now. I... I love the fact, like, I, there's a lot that I don't like about what Gary Bettman's done, but I love the fact that he has... He has resisted the urge to have play-in games and stuff like that. Yeah, you know this yeah. is not this is not the Capriol Silver Stick tournament. This is the NHL. You have to be good. You have to be good. Yeah, you know, and half the league should make it, and half the league shouldn't. Like I, I, I go about- back to a day. I go back to a day when when sixteen of twenty-one teams made it. Right. Right. Five yeah. teams were. Eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. You want to talk about a meaningless regular season? That's a meaningless regular season. And that's exactly what okay? I was just going to get to. And and so so to yeah. me, to me, I I like it the way it is. Like you know, Tampa and Toronto now is is a rivalry. I mean, you want to talk good about series you last talk, year. You want to talk about? You don't want to pa- watch it again. You want to talk about passion? You want to talk about rivalries? Yeah. This is building rivalries. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. You know, I I I. I love the playoff format the way it is. Keep it exactly the way it is. You know what? Like you say, I mean, Tampa and Toronto would meet would meet in one to eight anyways. Yeah. Right at this point, and probably that's how it's going to be at the end of the year. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, you have to be, you have to be really good to win any round in the playoffs. Yeah. You have to be an elite team to get out of the first round. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, you have to beat everybody. Yeah. Like, last year in the East, everybody had 100 points in the playoffs. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that tell you? That tells you that it's really, really hard to make the playoffs, and it's really, really hard to win in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's supposed to be. 
Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, if your issue is that you're worried about um, the equity of, you know, okay, well, this team made it into a wild card and then this division didn't get a team or whatever the case is, right? You're worried about yeah. sort of like an equitable <clears throat> arrangement there as opposed to doing it as a straight one to, or this team made it in who made it in their conference or their division, but wouldn't have made it in, in the other division or whatever the case yeah, is. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If you're worried about that sort of thing, what you're essentially worrying about is, uh, is the regular season. Yeah. And if your solution is to have a play in, then you're negating that very regular season. Mm-hmm. So it sort of seems like, you know, kind of fighting fire with fire. If you, if you ask me, but I think that the biggest issue right now and it is the disparity, right? Like last year, you know, we knew the playoff picture. This year, we kind of know the playoff picture, right? And not a lot's going to change. Like to your point about Boston basically having to lose every yeah, I mean, single game. I mean, maybe the, maybe the Islanders go on a run here. Uh, they've won two. They've won two since, you know, since yeah, they got since, Bo Horvat. Yeah. And that's a hard name to say sometimes. Bor, I, I always say Bor Horvat. Bo Horvat. Borja Horvat? Borja Horvat. Um, somebody somebody had him as Borat on Twitter last night. Nice. Like it came out autocorrect and it yeah, was yeah. like Borat has this many. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so maybe the Islanders go on a run here and they make the playoffs. But it's fairly sad. But it's yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, I mean Kenny Holland is notorious for his 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 assertion that not much changes after American Thanksgiving. You know, you know and and it's true. I mean, it it it's actually it actually check it actually checks out. You know, you know what I think fixes this? Not having three point games. Okay, well that that's a that's a point of contention for sure. Yeah, it's it's the draft. It's the way that the uh, draft lottery works. Every team that doesn't make the playoffs should have a chance of first overall, and every single team should be should be able to move spots. Every team just simply gets picked. That that all. 16 teams that don't make and then, it. And then you do a lottery, so... You do maybe, a lottery from one, from and, one to and 16. It's not, and it's not weighted. It's just... Yeah. No, it's weighted. You, you, okay, you, so that's what we have now. No, we don't. Because you only have a chance at first overall if you're 11 or lower. Right, right. Right? Right. And, even, and then you don't have a chance to move past third overall. Right. Right? So my point is take one to 16, weight it, and that's the lottery. And everybody just gets picked for their spots. That's the lottery, period. And the reason why is because if you're if you're a team that's on the cusp of making the playoffs and let's say you've got a, a young team that you've already been rebuilding, there's always that question where people go, uh, well, it's good to have playoff experience. It's good for the for the young team to have playoff experience. So let's yeah. buy at the trade deadline yeah. and make the playoffs. <laughs> there's not a there's not a hockey player, a coach, a general manager, a team in the world that would give up the chance to make the playoffs in order to get a better draft pick. But not that's what chance. I'm saying. Not a chance. But this is but this is what I'm saying is that when faced with that decision, it becomes obvious because it's like okay, I've got the 15th best chance to draft number one overall. Yeah. If I go for the playoffs, then maybe it moves to 16 or I make the playoffs and I'm happy. There there doesn't become that fork in the road decision of do I go hard okay, so, up or hard down? Okay, so you're saying all 30, not just the ones that don't make the playoffs. No, all, all only the ones that teams. make the playoffs. Only ones that don't make the playoffs. But if you're, okay, but if you finish 16th, yeah. you're in the playoffs. No. Yeah, if you finish 16th. 
Oh, sorry. No, you're saying you're looking at it the other way around. I'm okay. saying yeah. if you have the 15th best chance okay. Okay. of drafting yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor Bedard, yeah, yeah. Okay. then maybe yeah. you try to make the playoffs and it goes to 16th. Right. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. At which point you're still outside of the playoff picture, but just by one, yeah. by I, one I, team. See, I don't think there's any problem at all with any of it right now. I think yeah. it's really good. I like what is wrong with it? Like like that to me is a is a problem is a solution looking for a problem right now. <laughs> to, seriously. Sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> seriously though, like it's yeah. like it's like to me, you know, it's working well. Um, you know, I know that viewership is down by 22% in the US, which is terribly alarming, but I I don't think it's because of this. Yeah. This kind of stuff. Yeah. Like people are pointing out all these different things. And I don't know. I think maybe just people are saturated and a lot of people are cutting cables and and not watching a lot of TV. You want to know why viewership is down? Network TV. You want to know why viewership is down? You and I are hockey fans. So we live in our little hockey fan world. Right. Right. You ever talk to a fan of another of another sports league? Yeah. Like somebody that's as diehard a NBA fan as you are a hockey fan. Right. That person always has five or six players that they like mm-hmm. and then their team. And so they tune in to watch LeBron. Yeah. They tune in to watch KD. They tune in to watch uh, Kyrie Irving. Giannis or whatever his name is, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Greek freak, right? Yeah, yeah. They tune in to watch those guys. We don't, <clears throat> other than... The the use and eyes and those of our ilk in the world who who do really love use and me's use and me's yeah. fair enough yeah who do really love the sport <laughs> of hockey and do want to watch Connor McDavid and Kale McCarr play alongside the teams that we have preference towards. Other than that, most people they like their team and they watch their team. Right, it's a very regional sport in that respect. Very Correct. regional, yeah. very very regional. Um, and, I don't know how and, we moved to that. Well, you moved to it by not allowing guys to mug Connor McDavid all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. You let you let the superstars be superstars. Yeah, and you let them play and you let them show their skills so that people will say, "Yeah, yeah." Watching Connor McDavid is must viewing. Like I, I don't particularly like the Oilers. I don't even really, yeah. really like I I couldn't care less whether they win the Stanley Cup or finish out of the playoffs. But watching Connor McDavid is must viewing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 Then that's and 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 that's kind of what I'm I'm driving at. But of course, there is the other side of it, which is one of the things that I've always loved about hockey is that it's like it's like dancing the ballet in a war zone. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's these guys that can do these beautiful, incredible things like Connor McDavid, while everybody's just hacking the life out of them with their sticks. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun to watch for I, sure. I, I enjoy sure. it too. It's yeah, you know. it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good because because it's really good and it's really fair. Like I think it's really fair that because you were born with more God given talent and you worked harder than everybody else to uh, to cultivate that talent and you sacrificed a bunch to be the best player in the world, that you should then have to be subjected to not the same amount of abuse, but more abuse, and you should just accept it and shut up and, and play. I, I think that's really, I, I love that. I love that about hockey. So we agree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I, I I hear what you're saying, and the NHL does have a tendency <clears throat> to go the wrong direction with their stars, where the NBA goes very far to protect their stars. 
and the NHL goes the wrong direction and lets more yep. abuse happen to their stars than other players. Yep. I agree with that and that needs to be changed. But what I'm saying is that I, I don't want it to become a situation like the NBA where if you so much as brush the hem of LeBron's garment, it yeah, is yeah. a foul. But but to your point, what we were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. Sidney Crosby is a player out on the ice. He can get hit just as much as a fourth line guy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Tr- Jacob Truba steps into Sidney Crosby and hits him clean. That should be a play that anybody can make. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to worry about having a fight afterwards. I you agree. know, yeah. I mean, because to me, if a guy knows he has to fight, I mean, Jacob Trouba probably doesn't care. I'm like, not talking about hacking the hands, by the way. Yeah. To be clear. But but to but to lay a clean hit annoying. on a guy. To lay a clean hit on a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you can hit you can hit Connor McDavid. You can hit yeah. Sidney Crosby. You can hit Connor Bedard when he's You'll have to playing. catch him first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. As the old Emo Phillips joke goes, I spoke to my principal and he said, Emo, I can expel you. And I said, you'd have to catch and eat me first, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we move on to the contracts? (laughs) Or the coach who says, uh, there was a football coach who was asked, what did you think? He says, coach, what do you think your team's execution? And he says, I'm all for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, before. That, that's a, that was always a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm all for I'm it. I'm all for it. I'm in favor of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So yeah. shall we move on to the contracts? Yes, we shall. All right. Before we move on to the contracts, check out KenCampbell.substack.com. You can get this podcast directly into your inbox along with Ken's excellent writing. And check us out on Twitter at HockeyNoFilter. Leave us a review, a comment, subscribe to... Uh, Apple Podcast. Wow, that was a weird little brain fart there. Mm-hmm. Our our listenership has started skyrocketing again on uh, on on the podcasting side of things, which is kind of cool. And still, uh, no reviews. Uh, well, hmm. we've got some, but like it's you know how many did we get in the last month? Zero. How many this month? A million times that. Okay. <laughs> so Does, do reviews even matter? Like who cares? They do because I don't care if somebody says they hate us or like us. I'd Firstly, like I'm a millennial and I require constant validation. Right, okay. But secondly, the reviews help the algorithm help people find us. Oh, okay. So it okay. is actually... It, okay, but 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 what if it's a bad review? What if somebody doesn't like it? Well, then they're obviously all you're saying, All you're saying, Dylan, is leave us a review, but only if it's going to be nice. Like, you know, I, I mean, there's always the possibility that someone could say... I hate this podcast because Dylan's an idiot. Listen, if we got a bad review, would that would be like that would be very unprecedented because it would be the first bad thing anyone said about you in <laughs> yeah, your entire yeah. life on social media. On social <laughs> media, yeah. So, like, let's let's cross these these uncharted territories when okay. we get there. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm banking on the fact that if you've listened this far, uh, it's probably not going to be a bad review. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, either that or you just really hate your own ears. <laughs> Cut off your ears to spider face. <laughs> it's an office reference. Okay. Cut off his nose to spider face. He gets all the the uh, the turns of phrase wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My mom was in a, her master's with somebody that used to say, as composed to. 
instead of as oh, opposed wow, to. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I had a, I worked for somebody that said that is an exorbitant uh, cost. <laughs> exorbitant. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, boy. I won't say who said the tweet, but I saw a tweet that said, his body language audibly changed. No. That's <laughs> awesome. It was, <laughs> and that's that's been an ongoing joke between a friend of mine and myself where we're like we're like well that car is audibly beautiful or like <laughs> just like doesn't matter audibly is he literally put the team on his back <laughs> <laughs> well that sounds like a good saturday night moving on <laughs> hey everybody are you ready for the biggest sunday in sports DraftKings sportsbook and official sports betting partner of super bowl 57 has all the super bowl action you'll need New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to see what the prop what prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sports app and use the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Let's talk about the contracts. Okay. Who do you want to talk about first? Dylan Cousins, Bo Horvat, Sonny Milano, or Dylan Strom? We're going to talk about Sonny Milano's three-year deal at $5 million? Yes, because he, okay. he, he whiffed on a PTO last summer. Yeah, so And he got a three-year deal so at $5 million. Yeah, like, clearly, clearly the idea is to be a bad player and go to Washington. <laughs> like, clearly. Like, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Strom was waived. Yeah. He was waived. Yeah. And and then and then and then Sonny Milano goes there. I I, I don't mind the Sonny Milano contract. Sonny Milano's got 22 points in 40 games. Yes, yeah, that's fine. So yeah. you're looking at a point every other game. You're paying a buck and a half for that. Good on you. Over yeah. 3 years, great. Sonny Milano realizes he is what he is and yeah. he's not what everybody thought he was going to be at one time. Yeah. And myself included. And he's going to make big money for three years. Well, relatively big money. And Dylan Strom has 36 points in 52 games. Yeah, yeah. Dylan Strom, like, this is, these are the contracts. I've always contended this. These are the contracts that put you in salary cap hell. So there was I not the was. not the big ones to the great players. It's these ones. It's giving five million. It's well, it's not even the money. Like the money's, I don't even think about it as money anymore. All I think about it is as cap space, right? right yeah. So you're devoting five million dollars in cap space to a third line center. I forget who it was, but there was somebody that was talking about uh, when Toronto signed Andreas Janssen and Kasperi Kapanen into their contracts. Yeah. And what he what he essentially said was he's like, look. They are get, like th- those contracts are what those players are worth, but right now on the contracts that they're on, what the way that those players were producing were luxuries. Yeah, under those contracts, those players have to produce that. Right, they can't get one point less. Mm-hmm. That's so. Dylan Strome getting his contract at thirty six points in fifty two games. Let's say that he ends off the year at forty five. He's doing five million. His new contract's yeah. five mil. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. 
I don't think so. Okay, but it's, if you don't fo- follow see, my train see, of log- me, logic here, though, yeah, like that's like that's okay, right? But if he gets like thirty-five next year, it's disastrous, which he could very well do. And it's not right. Exactly, it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's 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 one would say very well within the realm of so possibility. So if he has if he has forty-five points, is that a career year for him? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I believe okay, so, so I, I can double check that. Your, but your yeah. career year is a half a point a game. And you're making $5 million at the age of... And don't talk to me about he's only 25. I don't 48 care that he's points only, last year. I don't care that he's only 25. 48 points last I year. I don't care that he's only 25. He's not a good 25. Like, it's yeah. not like you're sitting there going, he's 25 and the best years are ahead. Boy, this guy's like a 75-point player waiting to break out. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, watching him play, he is what he is. Yeah, a middle six center, better suited on your third line, but could step up if need be. Yeah, for an injury or something like that. Yeah, I I would I would agree with that. Um, I don't know. Like like I said, the the contract that he's on currently at three point five mil is good. It's good value. Yes, but you have to find give him four times three and a half, and and away you go, or three times four or right. something. You know, like. It's the term, and there's way, it, you know, like Lou Lamarello said, it's for too long and it's for too much money. Now, he said that tongue in cheek. Of course he did. Okay. Of course he did. I just feel like that's what's lost well, in the Twitter conversation. Well, I don't know. Like, it is it is too long and for too much money. No, well, we, um, we all know that, but, because but he was being I, asked and pestered he, about yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. And, and it was like... What it, do you want me to say? Because he asked, he was asked, you know, are you giving out the terms and he never gives out the terms. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I mean, it gets out within 10 seconds of the contract being signed all the time now. Right. So yeah. And it was, his answer was it's for too long and too much money because his, his, the subtext was all the contracts are too long and for too much money. Yeah. 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 Um, Sonny Milano is a good bet. I'm happy with it. Like oh, sure. 1.9 mil. Sure. Why not? Yeah. It, you know, and, and if it completely goes south, you bury it in the minors and you're only on the hook for 900. But this, I mean, is, but this is sort of what I'm saying, which is that like you're in a situation where he can only outperform a contract like that. I shouldn't say only, but yeah, probably yeah. outperform a contract. Whereas with Dylan Strom, even though if he was making 5 mil this year and ended with whatever amount of points he ends with this year, you'd call that just fine value. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Not bad. Yeah. It means that there's a lot of room for underperforming that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. that's kind of what I'm getting yeah. at. Uh, Pat you, Morris had a good week last week. Who did the agent? Pat Morris. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a good week. Yeah, he represents Bo Horvat and Dylan Strom. Yeah. So he signed ninety three million dollars worth of contracts last week. Honey, you remember that beach house we always wanted? <laughs> Oh, I think Pat's already got a beach house. <laughs> uh, I, I'm talking about the third one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you got to have one on every coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, north. Yeah. <laughs> so you only have three. <laughs> you got to have your beach coast in the west coast, the east coast, and then one in alert. Yeah, one, yeah. <laughs> one in Juneau, Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or worse yet, Sudbury, Ontario. You could have a beach house in Sudbury, Ontario, because there's a lake right in the middle of the town. Yeah, Lake Ramsey, and it's awesome. It's a ama- <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's yeah. actually beautiful. Is it? Like, tell me another city that has a lake right in the middle of the freaking city, other than Toronto, which has <laughs> the biggest lake in the world. <laughs> but <laughs> third, but yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. whatever. No way, no, no. Sudbury, Sudbury, 
like if you lived on, like if somebody said I could live on the water on Lake Ramsey and Sudbury, I'd be like, sign me up. Well, Kawartha Lakes, Port Perry. I mean, of, yeah, lots I mean, of towns like this. That yeah, are, Port Perry. If you want to live in a place where everybody's a hundred and there's thirty people there, sure, sure, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would totally live in Port Perry. <laughs> okay. It's, I, I don't know if you've been there like on a on a Saturday afternoon, something like that. I every, have been. Every pub has live music. Uh, it's an awesome place. I, I If I ever get a Saturday that I'm just free and clear, take my motorcycle, aim it towards Port Perry, you know, go through all the beautiful little backcountry roads and then wind up at some pub for lunch and listen to live music. Yeah? It's the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you don't want it to actually, get it. It actually sounds pretty good. That actually sounds like fun. <laughs> we should do that this summer. I'll go on the back. Yeah. And I'll get hammered at the pub and then you can drive me home. <laughs> That'll be fun. I'll be zigzagging around the road. I'll get pulled over and be like, have you been drinking? No, my passenger's drank it up for the two of us. And he's leaning me all over the place here. <laughs> okay, we're going to do that. Okay. Either that or we're going to go out on your boat. Oh, we're totally going out on the boat. We're doing a boat cast this summer. Okay. We are. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Now that I've got a slip at the Highland Yacht Club. Oh, you do? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where's that? It's right down here at the Bluffs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Two yeah. minutes away, man. You could walk there. Nice. Yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, of course you, you wouldn't. Know, like because I'm a, you don't walk. Not if I can help it. I'm <laughs> like a normal person. Like, hello. <laughs> All right, Dylan Cousins. Interesting. Really interesting. I mean, they're they're banking on the Tage Thompson thing happening here, I would think. You know, in that you sign him long term now, he's gonna outperform the deal. Buffalo's in a been big banking way. on that a lot. Well, lately. yeah. They've in the last five months they've signed Tage Thompson, Matthias Samuelson, and and uh, Dylan Cousins to long term deals. Okay? Yep. And all at well, Samuelson's four point something. Thompson's at 7.14. Cousins is at 7.1. I mean, those those deals have the potential to be like Nathan McKinnon-ish in, yeah. ter- in terms of yeah. outperforming them, right? Yeah. So now, and and I I got to think that Kevin Adams, who like this time two years ago was running the Buffalo Sabres like minor hockey program. Yeah. You know, but I, I've always thought he's very sharp. I, I covered him when he was in Toronto as, as a player, mm-hmm. really, really liked him and, and really think he's a very sharp guy. And he's obviously is a really sharp guy. He's actually one of those guys that you thought could be in management, not all the bozos that wound up being in. Management yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. When they were players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I think I see where What's he's going. What's our elevation here? I, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the altitude here? I think, um, I think what he's doing is he's getting his business done in a timely manner because starting by like, I I believe starting this summer, he could now start negotiating with Rosmus Dahlin and Owen Power on extensions to their contracts. So um, those are the two that are going to be big ones. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what you want to do is, you know, you want to get Rosmus Dahlin done this summer. Mm-hmm. Right, he's not going to win the Norris Trophy this year, but he's he may be in the conversation as a finalist. Yeah, maybe he's top yeah. ten. Top he's, ten. He's going to be on ballots. Yeah, yeah he'll There's be no on ballots. He'll be that. on ballots. Yeah. So you get him before he starts winning Norris trophies, and you get him at eight and a half, nine. I don't know. I don't yeah. know uh, on a long term deal. 
Well, you couldn't just say to him, here's what my car is getting. You could, but would you? I mean, I mean Kel, Kel McCarr's got a Stanley Cup and a Norris Trophy and a Conn Smythe Trophy. But that's what I'm, I'm saying. Sure. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, oh I'm yeah, saying, so yeah, so you're you you're, a, you you're deserve, a step you're a step yeah, below that. Exactly. I see. I thought yeah. it's just like we'll match the Kel McCarr. No, 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 no. Okay, so but even if you do, what's that? Nine and a half? I think it's nine. I could be wrong. E- even but, then, yeah. even then, that's still, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But that. where you're running into troubles here is is Jeff Skinner's nine. Yeah. That goes for another three or four years after this. Yeah. Year. And I mean, he, to his credit, he has actually started to come around and, and not make that contract horrible, Yeah, <laughs> but still that's, that's troubleson And, you know, so, so your next two big ones are, are key. Yeah. You know, Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin. Like that's your, that's your search of Arden Larry Robinson right there. Yeah. That's that's what they are, right? Yeah. So those are the two next big ones. Yeah. So then you've identified you've identified your core. It's, you know, Tage Thompson, Dylan Cousins, Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power. So they get all the money and then you then you fill in from there. Yeah. You know, then you hope a guy like JJ to Paterka comes up and, and, and Jack Quinn and those guys start to become, you know, good secondary players. And you've got some goaltending in your, you've got some goaltending in your, in your, um, in your, uh, in your system. You've got Ukapeka Lukanen, you've got Devin Levy, Levo. and you've got uh, Eric, Por- Eric, Por- what's that? Is it Levo? Is it not Levo? No, it's Levy. Oh, Devin Levy. Yeah. And you've got Eric Portillo. Right. Although he'll like he's in his fourth year of college, he might end up being an unrestricted free agent because he'll probably look at the depth that Buffalo has in goal and say, "I have no path to the NHL here." Yeah. So, anyways, you've got that, so you don't have to go blow your brains out on goalies. Yeah. Um. You know, you're gonna have two incredible stud defensemen if you do this properly at the back end, and then you fill in with your Ilya Yabushkins and your Matthias Samuelsons and guys like that, and then you've got the studs down the middle, right? Mm-hmm. In 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 Tuck, or sorry, in uh, in um, Cousins, yeah, and uh, and and Thompson, yeah, and then you know, I mean, Alex Tuck is still around for a couple of years. Alex Tuck would be a guy that I bet you would take a hometown discount to stay, hundred percent. You know, so so you've got like it's coming together, man, big time. There, they probably won't make the playoffs this year, but still, it's it's really like there's a lot of lot to like about where Buffalo's going. The one thing that I'll say about Kevin Adams is that he's just proven to be a huge gambler. And it, like, yeah. it's, and now yeah. you and I were both pretty uh, high on the Tage Thompson contract when it happened. We, we both liked it. Mm-hmm. The Dylan Cousins one, I'm a little bit less sure about. He's almost a point a game right now. He's what, 43? He's 43 points, yeah. 43 points in what, 48 games? 49. 49 like you're approaching you're approaching point of game yeah like that's an 80 point player in a couple of years yeah maybe maybe more you know maybe more yeah no i like it i like it i think it's i think it's a i think i like the way they're doing business and you know i mean his predecessor did this but you know now you look back to the dolly and they gave him three times six on a bridge deal yeah that's deadly yeah. If he if he says no this summer and then he goes out and wins a Norris trophy in the last year of that contract, yeah. kaboom. Yeah. There you go. Now you're talking ten. 
Yeah. You know, or 10 plus. Yeah. Right? Especially with the draft. So, uh, with you know, the, um, I, I, salary like, cap I like, I, I absolutely adore the idea of get the, get the entry level out of the way as fast as you can and sign these guys to long-term deals that are going to look better in three or four years when they're in their prime, yeah. you know? And I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Big, big fan of that. Yeah. I, and I, then the player gets the security and the player goes, yeah. and, and the player, if the player's smart and he is because his agent's telling him, his agent's probably telling him, look, yeah, you're getting, you know, Hey, Dylan cousins in the next seven years, you are going to make more money than 99.9999999% of the world is going to make. You're going to make almost $50 million. You're going to make $49.7 million in the next seven years. Did I say nine? I think I said nine first fine. But in the next seven years, you're going to make this wild money. Yeah. But in year five and six, you're going to be looking at other guys that are making way more money than you and producing less. And you got to be prepared to live with that resentment. So because this is this is the trade off you make. So uh, did you do you remember what Kent Hughes said to Kirby Doc? No. Basically said. Here's two ways that we can structure this. Right. I think they gave him a four-year contract. Yep. Said, here's two ways that we can structure this. We can give you a bridge deal and then talk about your next contract, like a two-year contract, and then talk about your next contract. Mm -hmm. Or we can give you this four-year contract, and you've got some security to sort yourself out and all the rest of it. But basically, what the selling point was, was in the next four years, you will probably make the same amount of money, whether we give you this reasonable four-year contract that's not cheap yeah. but not expensive, yeah. or whether we give you... Yeah. Uh, a two-year bridge and right. then have to start thinking about a mega contract after. Right, right. And I think that there's something there's something to be said to, to that. And, you know, if I was a player, I've said it, I said it before, I'll say it again. I would be making as much money as quickly as possible and not want to do the bridge contracts and not do that quote-unquote bet on yourself. Yeah. Because the reality is, is that a decent private investment firm will get you 10% a right. year. right. If you put $7 million into that decent private investment firm, that's $700,000 a year. invest it into a snake farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Vegas. Yeah. But yeah. A, a decent, you, you get seven hundred grand a year. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, not yeah. chump change. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, obviously, you're not yeah. going to. But like, so you put $2 million every year. Yeah. $2 million, 200000 Now you got two point two. Four million. You got two point eight at that point. Right. Yep. So anyways, uh, I'd be taking that front loaded. Um, I'm not I'm not saying anything against the Dylan Cousins contract. I'm just I'm just saying that, like, it's one it's, it's more of like a, a numbers thing in my mind where I'm like, he's now made this long term bet. This is the third time. Who, Dylan Cousins? No. Or uh, Kevin Adams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the third yeah. time that he's made a long term bet very quickly. Yeah. But you know what? That's that's what we applaud people for being decisive, you know? He's got the balls. And to me, and to me, to me, the biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes that teams make is they pay guys for what they've done and not for what they're gonna do. Yeah. Like you in, in today's climate, you cannot, cannot ever, ever reward anybody for what they've done. Yeah. You can't. You can't afford to. Yeah. You have to base that contract on what they are going to produce for you. Yeah. And if it's cost prohibitive to sign that player to a contract in relation to what you think he's going to produce, then he walks, then he yeah. walks. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. 
Uh, should we move on to Bo Horvat? Sure. The last contract. Yeah. Now I was kind of on the fence about the Dylan Cousins Bo Horvat. It's, 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 it's a little bit of money. It's a little bit of cap space. I don't care about money. Uh, it's cap space. I mean, but that's an argument it's, in semantics. It's 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 not buyout proof. So like, cause cause there's not there's no signing bonus money involved. Yeah. Right. So it's easier to buy out if he if he and I mean, do we think like really? I mean, this is probably like I said, like I've said, this is probably the best we're going to see of Bo Horvat mm-hmm. in his career. Like this, it there there's the very real possibility that we've seen we are seeing the best of Bo Horvat, and as he goes into this contract, he is going to decline. Right. Uh, that's possible. That's definitely possible. But. I'm thinking, like, do we really think Bo Horvat's going to become, like, a useless player? No. Like, even seven years from now, Bo Horvat is, he's a pretty proud guy, and he works hard, and he's dedicated to his craft. Like, he would become, uh, you know, a, a shutdown guy. He apparently switched the flex of his stick because of Connor Bedard. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So... Don't know if that's true or not, yeah. but this is this is the rumor. So he went to around. a lower flex, probably, yeah. right? I think yeah, he's at like 75. Yeah, yeah, because Connor Bernard's is really low. Yeah. Well, I, I went to a 65 flex after realizing that um uh Phil Kessel was a 65 flex. I went to uh uh <clears throat> 4495 off the rack Shut at Canadian up. Tire because that was the cheapest stick I could get. That's what I went. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a goalie coach. I shoot like 4,000 pucks a week. Hmm. I need something where I can launch pucks pretty good and it doesn't destroy my arms. Okay. Which it does. Yeah. Okay, so... Anyways, like, moving so on. Is, it's not about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bo Horvat, eight and a half times eight. But we're all riveted by your 4495 <laughs> sticks. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, whatever. It it is hockey unfiltered with Ken, Ken Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't. So, <laughs> don't. Uh, so, uh, Bo Horvat eight times eight and a half. Not surprising. Yeah. Um, you got to make that deal if you're Lou Lamorello. You've got to. You cannot have the possibility of losing this guy and missing the playoffs this year, right? Like that. That would be an unmitigated disaster. Yeah. Right. So basically it was just a matter of him coming up with the money, which he did. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Cause so Bo Horvat probably was not getting that on the open market. He certainly wasn't getting that from Vancouver cause he would have taken it. He would have taken it by now. Yeah. Um, so uh, he had to overpay. He had to overpay. He already, he'd already made the deal. You know, this is a franchise. This is an organization that has, not much in the pipeline. No. You know, and to get Bo Horvat, they traded their best prospect, Atu Ratu, mm-hmm. and they traded their first round pick in this year's draft, provided it's not a top twelve pick. Potentially next year's yeah, draft. Potentially next year. So they a first round pick in one of the next two drafts. Yeah. So you're unprotected. You're basically year. you basically pushed your chips into the middle of the table anyways, right? Yeah. Lose eighty years old. I wouldn't be surprised if he's still general managing the <laughs> the Islanders, when this deal is up and he's 88 years old, I, I wouldn't put it past Lou. But, you know, I mean, he's pushed his chips into the middle of the table. He's declared that this team is a, I'm not sure I agree with him, but is a win now team. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Um, But 
um, you know, so he had to make that deal. He had to make that deal. And and this is a deal that is very unLu-like in that, like, Lou doesn't care beyond four years of this deal, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. He couldn't care less what happens in years five, six, seven, and eight. He's got him for now, and he's got one of the best 200-foot players in the NHL. And hopefully that guy stays one of the best 200-foot players in the NHL for two or three more years. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. Like, you're you're right. He's one of the best 200-foot players in the NHL. I love, I love the way that he plays the game. Mm-hmm. He's always been a deadly scorer and yeah. points producer on the power play. He was one of the top, I think I talked about this last week, he was one of the, the top uh, guys for in terms of taking defensive zone draws, or at least just not offensive zone draws, on the whole team. Mm-hmm. And yet still putting up very, very good uh, advanced statistics, right? So, like, there's just there's just nothing not to like about Bo Horvat, right? And and I and I think that that's going to be the case. Like, he's not Patrice Bergeron, but but he's a poor man's Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, maybe not a poor man's Patrice. Maybe a middle class man's Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just I just don't see any point where Bo Bo Horvat falls off the face of the earth and can't do anything. No. You know? Like, I, I just don't see that day ever coming. No. Certainly no. not in the next eight years. What is he, 26? He'll be 27. Kicks in, he's 27. It's 27 to 35. Yeah. I mean, there are guys who are 35, 36, 37 that are making significant contributions still. Yeah. I The, the only thing that I'll say about this contract is that when you sign early, normally you should, it's because you've got something good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like Bo Horvat probably wasn't getting more in terms of a overall price. Right. On the open market. 60 million, I think, is the yeah, total eight, total eight number. T- eight times eight and a half. Yeah. He probably was not getting 68, a $68 million contract on the open market. Mm-hmm. Factoring in, of course, the seven years. Seven years versus the eight years. Right. 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 So... I mean, like last week I said, I was like, I was like, well, the Islanders aren't one of those teams that like retains people very easily. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah, also yeah. didn't, I didn't factor in the idea of just yeah. give him all of the money. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's again, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. I, your, your point is well taken over the course of the entire contract. If he wants to make that money on the open market in seven years instead of eight, now you're looking at nine and a half. Yeah. And not eight and a half. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just saying, like, it, like you didn't really, you didn't give yourself the uh, any advantage in this. It feels like by signing this contract. Who, Bo Horvat? No, the uh, Lou, Lou Lamarillo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, well, other than you got the player. Well, what I'm you saying is that this player. is this is a free agency contract. This is a free agency contract. Right. This is the right. kind of, it's not a huge overpay, but this is the kind of overpay that you expect from a free agency contract. So what's the benefit of giving up your number one prospect and your first round pick and for making a essentially a free agency signing? That's that's where I have an issue with this. Well, the, the, yeah, and the issue is that if they don't make the playoffs this year and Bo Horvat goes to unrestricted free agency... You could have signed him for this contract and not given up all that stuff, which is what you're saying. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Although, 
you know, that's a bit of a fantasy hockey thing. You know, like yeah. it's 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 easier said than done. I mean, somebody was going to tr- somebody probably was going to trade I'm a for Bo Horvat. No, but I mean, Boston was in on Bo Horvat. There were yeah. a lot of teams in on Bo Horvat. Yeah, you want the player, you get him. You know, you go out and get him. But if you're willing to back up the Brinks truck to the tune of sixty-eight million bucks, you probably got him. Wait, next year? Yeah, in free agency. Yeah, but what if there's more than one team? What if what if it's between Boston, L.A. Uh, among Boston, L.A. and the Islanders, and you're you think going, Boston's going to give them ten million bucks a year? No, eight and a half. What if it's the same money? What if it's right. ex- exactly the same money? Right. Mm-hmm. So then you say, okay, well, I could live in New York, where I'm taxed at a ridiculous amount of yeah. of my money or a ridiculous rate of my money. Yeah. Or I could live in L.A. Or what if like some crazy team like Nashville or Florida comes in? And I'm not saying they would, but yeah, where the tax rate's even lower. Yeah. Then you go, hey, I can play golf all the time and I pay fewer taxes. I pay less tax. Yeah. I'm, you know, so I, I think, you know, I mean, you 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 want guys who make decisive moves. And yeah. I mean, he identified this as something they needed. This is something Matt Barzell needed in a huge, big, fat way. Oh, yeah. And and so you, you go and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I won't say anything bad about Bo Horvat. I love the way he plays the game. I love the way he thinks the game. I, I like everything about him. I think that he's like, you know, if you made a hockey player in a lab for me, it would look a lot like Bo Horvat mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. out the, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the yeah. other end. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's not to say anything about Bo Horvat, um, but just especially at this point in the New York Islanders. Uh, cycle. Cycle. Yeah. It's, boy. Cup in two years or bust. Yeah, and are they good enough to win a cup in two years or three years? Probably not. Uh, you can go a long way with a goalie, and they've got that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next year, you know, it's not horrible. How it's dark a, is that horse? But, but, it's not, but it's not horrible. Yeah. So you go into next year with a 23-year-old Noah Dobson on defense. And that's a 20, the glimmering shining light. And a 27-year-old Bo Horvat and a 28-year-old Matt Barzell and a 28-year-old Ilya Sorokin. Yeah. That's okay. That like that's not bad. Yeah. You know? I mean, was St. Louis any better when they won? Yes, they were. Okay. Uh Alex Petrangelo, let's say that the, that that's a Noah Dobson cancel out right yeah they also had um on defense the offensive guy that i'm pareko that pareko they had pareko yeah yeah um but there was also a small offensive player that they had on defense and it, i remember it's not i remember when they signed tory it wasn't Krug, I was justin like they were Falk, trying, it wasn't tory krug it wasn't yeah they were so. trying to replace him with tory krug when they yeah, signed yeah, him. but yeah, anyways yeah. i can't remember who it was yeah but anyways i they had a better defensive core uh Ryan O'Reilly, I guess that's a decent Bo Horvat comparison. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I uh Vladimir Tarasenko. Well, there's your Barzell. There's, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't know that the St. Louis Blues were any better than the than the New York Islanders will be next year. Yeah. I mean, you okay, know, I see, so, I see so, where you're coming at with so it. I see where you're coming know, at with it. I mean, they were a bit of a unicorn in that they are one and done. Obviously. Way better goaltending. For the New York Islanders. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying it. But. All right. So. 
There you go. All right, Islanders fans, we've left you conflicted. <laughs> if you walked into this looking for clarity, I hope you uh, were not walking into this looking for clarity. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Let me think. We talked about the f- stupid stuff with the fighting and hitting. No, I think we've, I think we've, we did it. We solved hockey for another week. We did. All right, and fooled whoever the tens of people who are listening to this. Oh, it's many tens. Is it? Well, it's a few tens. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Check out Campbell.substack.com. Check us out on Twitter at hockey no filter. Check out. At underscore Dylan Waugh, at Ken underscore Campbell 27 on Twitter. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on all of those places. And of course, as I said before, Ken Leave a review, leave a review. <laughs> please, please. Please leave a review, even if it's a bad one. Yeah, sure. Great. I Yeah, say bad things about us, whatever. If it's going to be bad, make it clever. Okay, okay, just make it clever and specific. Okay? All right, anyways, we'll talk to you next.